0: Welcome, wrestling fans from around the world to In the Ring with Brandy. I'm your host, Brandy, and on this show we talk about all things wrestling from AEW to Impact, Ring of Honor, WWE's Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. On tonight's show, we're going to be covering AEW for 728 and Impact for 729. Also AEW for $8.4, an Impact for 8.5. So let's get this show on the road with AEW for 7.28 and AEW for 8.4. So let's move on with this thing. AEW for 7.28 is Fight for the Fallen. All right. It opens, of course, with Heyman Adam Page and an amazing entrance. And, of course, the Elite coming out, claiming they're the Elite Squad. Seriously, guys? Come on. Really? Really? A- Hangman Adam Page and Dark Order had an amazing entrance. It was absolutely incredible. Guys, you need to go check out this entrance because it was absolutely freaking incredible. Amazing, amazing entrance. So then we move on to the 5-on-5 Eliminators match. If Dark Order and Hangman Adam Page can win, they will get a shot at Kenny Omega's AEW title and the Bucks' tag team titles. So it's Dark Order versus Hangman uh, Dark Order versus Paige, with Paige versus the Elite Squad. Of Dark Order, it's Silver, Reynolds, Stu Grayson, and Evil Uno with Paige. Of Kev, the Elite Squad, it's Kenny, Carl, Doc, Matt, and Nick. This is an incredible match, guys. This is an absolutely amazing five-on-five eliminators match. I'm not even going to go into much detail because it's a long match. It's a grueling match, and I really don't want to spend all my time talking about this match. All I'm going to tell you guys is go on your social media and type in Fight for the Fallen's 5-on-5 Eliminators match. And you will see exactly what I'm talking about. This is an incredible match between some of the best competitors that AEW has to offer. It is a great match. Absolutely great match. First one, of course, to be eliminated is Reynolds. Kind of disappointing, but the second one to be eliminated, of course, is Carl Anderson. I was like, woohoo, goodbye, Carl Anderson. Next, of course, Doc Gallows and Stu Grayson take each other both out. Who didn't see that coming? That was expected. After that, Evil Uno is the next one to go out. I'm so sad. I hated to see Evil Uno go. I really do love Evil Uno. Silver and Paige are the last two remaining in the ring with Kenny Omega and the Bucks. They're severely outnumbered. They're majorly outnumbered, guys. I'm literally biting my nails hoping that, you know, they eliminate the Bucks and it comes down to being Kenny and Paige. I really was hoping I'd get to see that, but unfortunately, Silver gets eliminated next. Poor John Silver. He deserved more credit than where credit was due. leaving Paige pretty much outnumbered three to one. Not very fair for Hangman Adam Page. Not fair at all. And that's how I feel about it. It's just not a fair fight. Of course, with Page being left, Kenny Omega and the Bucks literally destroy Hangman Adam Page. They destroy him. He doesn't even stand a chance against them. And it ends up being Matt Jackson who eliminates Hangman Adam Page. Meaning that Hangman Adam Page has to give up his number one contendership spot for the AEW title and the Dark Order do not get a shot at the tag titles. I was very upset about this because I really didn't think it was fair for Page to be You know, completely and absolutely isolated. It wasn't fair at all. Wasn't a fair match. And I really think Tony Khan should reconsider this. Because literally, it's not fair. It wasn't fair to Paige. Paige deserved that shot more than anybody. He had worked hard. He had earned it. And I really wanted to see it all out. Hangman Adam Page versus Kenny Omega. I really wanted to see it. But unfortunately, it's not going to happen. It'll be interesting to see who becomes the next number one contender. That's all I'm going to say. It's going to be interesting to see who really gets a shot at Kenny Omega. Of course, we see Pac in the back, and he's without Ray Phoenix and Penta, and we find out that the reason why is, of course, because, again, of Andrada. He's been trying to get Pac and Phoenix to join him, and they won't do it. Guys, this is getting old. Let's move on. FTW group of of course, said that we're going to have a celebration because, of course, we all know that Ricky Starks is the new FTW champion. Taz comes out along with Starks, Hobbs, and Hook. They're having a party. There's a big old band there. Everything's so fun. They're having fun. They're giving flowers. He's running his mouth, bashing Cage, blah, blah, blah. Well, make a long story short, Cage comes in and takes out Ricky Starks. Who didn't see this coming? Who did not see Ricky Stark finally pushing Brian Cage to the point that Cage couldn't take it anymore? Who did not see that coming? We knew it was coming. Of course, we find out that (laughs) Lance Archer, of course, has to defend his IWGP title tonight. We knew he was going to against a member of the Bullet Club. Well, we know the resurgence is coming up on August 14th. And we're kind of, we've all find out that, of course, The winner of this match does have to defend the IWGP United States Championship at Resurgence. We find out that Tana gets a shot at the next whoever the champ is, whether it's Lance Archer or whether it's Bullet Club. So I'm kind of excited about this. If you guys have not seen him, go check him out. He's from New Japan. You're going to love him. He's incredible. He actually makes the challenge on AEW at Fight for the Fallen on the big screen. You get to see it. It's incredible. Go check this out. If you are a New Japan fan. Fan, go check this out. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be incredible. Resurgence is going to be amazing. Going to be interesting to see who he faces for that IWGP title. Going to be interesting to see. Of course, we have Santana and Ortiz with Conan versus FTR with Tully. This is an absolute destruction match. There is no question about this. This is a destruction match. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let you guys know, of course, FTR does win that match. But there's a casualty to that match. FTR's Cash Wheeler takes a hit, and he takes a bad one. Guys, he accidentally hits the pole. There's metal poles on the ring ropes that kind of holds the ring ropes to the poles on the side. He literally splits his arm open on one of those ring poles. And it was a complete accident. Complete and absolute accident that takes him out of it. And our stash Harwood has to continue the match without Wheeler. I hope that Wheeler's okay. I hope that it didn't do too much damage and we'll see Wheeler back soon. I'm hoping. It was nasty. It was it was it was it was bad. That's all I'm gonna say, guys. It was bad. It was absolutely nasty. But of course, FTR did win that. Of course, we go on and we see Britt Baker doing her usual talk with Tony about her title against Nyla Rose, blah, blah, blah. Okay, Britt Baker. We understand. Again, we see Tony, and Tony's talking about Rampage. Guys, Rampage starts next week. Next week. Friday night at 10 o'clock on TNT. Do not miss Rampage. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be a great show. You guys are not going to want to miss it. And the first one will be in Chicago. It's called Rampage First Dance. It will be live in Chicago. If there are tickets still available and you're in the States, you don't want to miss Rampage. Go check it out. It's going to be incredible. I promise you guys, remember, 10 o'clock on TNT. And if you do happen to miss it, I will try to cover some of it. I'm not going to go too far into Rampage because that's kind of something I don't want to cover too much. But if there are major serious or events that could be AEW dynamite potential, I will cover it. I promise. I will cover them anything that's major. I'm not going to cover all of Rampage because that's just that's just too long for me to cover. But Rampage, don't miss it. Darby comes out and he's talking about, you know, what's coming up and everything. We've heard the rumors. For those of you who have not heard the rumor, I'm going to give you a little bit of brief over of the rumor. The rumor is that AEW just signed two major people. Two major contracts for their promotion. Both of these people are former WWE superstars. Now, if they do have these two people, it could mean serious ramifications for WWE as a whole. And it could put a real hurt on WWE if this is true. The two WWE superstars that are rumored to be signed with AEW are... Daniel Bryan. You heard me right. Yes, yes, yes. You heard me right. Daniel Bryan. The other superstar that from WWE that has been rumored to be signed with AEW is none other than CM Punk. You guys heard me correctly. CM Punk. Punk. If he is signed with AEW, the ramifications of him and Daniel Bryan being in AEW could put a serious hurt on WWE. It could put a major hurt, if the rumors are true. Tony Khan has not confirmed it, nor has he denied it. Neither has Daniel Bryan or CM Punk. The reason why I mention this is because of what Darby Allen says in his promo. This is why I think that the rumor could be absolutely true. And this is why. Because he's talking about how he's looking forward to beating the person who claims to be the best in the world. Now, for those of you who know CM Punk, we know that is what he was known for in WWE. He was known as the best in the world. That to me leads credence to what I just told you that Daniel Bryan. And CM Punk are now all elite. If that is the case, WWE can add some serious, serious issues. I'm not saying, like I told you guys, this is a rumor. It's not been confirmed by anybody involved. It's going to be interesting to see, if they, sh- if they are, where they show up and when we'll see them. And how they're going to show out. Because we know it's going to be incredible if they get the yes movement and they get the best in the world. It's going to be incredible, guys. Absolutely incredible. Now we're going to move on to the IWGP United States title, Lance Archer versus Haiku. Guys, I told you that whoever won this match was going on to August 14th at Resurgence to face Tana. This is serious, guys. This is a serious match with serious ramifications. So you've got to pay close attention to who wins this. Because I'm promising you, the next match at Resurgence is going to be a slobber knocker. I'm not kidding. It is going to be a amazing match. Absolutely incredible. Not to put anything against this match because this match was amazing. This match was incredible. This match was fantastic. These two competitors gave it all they had. And it comes out with the IWGP United States Champion being none other than the Murder Hawk Monster Lance Archer. He retains his title, which means he goes on to resurgence to face Tana. This is going to be incredible. You guys have got to see this match to believe it. It is going to be incredible. And I promise you guys, if I can cover resurgence, I will. So you guys know exactly what happened. Because you do not want to miss this match with Archer. And the other match you don't want to miss is David Finley's with against Switchblade. You don't want to miss them. They're going to be incredible, I promise. But if I can cover Resurgence, I will try. If not, I will at least cover those two matches so you know what's going on. Well, we all know Cody is in the back. And we know that Cody next week is going to face Malachi Black. Guys, this match is going to be nasty. This match is going to be brutal. Absolutely brutal. And to prove the point, Malachi Black attacks got attacks Cody sitting next to Tony Khan. I mean, literally, Khan has no control. My backs beating the heck out of him. You can only imagine what this fight's going to look like. And I'm telling you, it's an amazing fight. I, I, I've, I've seen it. It's an amazing fight. You guys don't want to miss it, but I'll cover it. Moving on, Miro's speaking about how he's going to defend his title against Lee Johnson next week. Shoddy Lee Johnson gets a shot at Miro. I'm excited to see what's going to happen between Miro and Shoddy Lee Johnson. I think it's going to be a good match. So then we move on to a trios tag team match: Private Party and In Helico with Matt Hardy versus Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage with Marco Stunt. This is an incredible match. It really is. It is an incredible trios match. I love it. It's absolutely fantastic. Of course, it does end with Christian Cage, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus winning that match. After the match, though, was a shocker. Christian Cage is celebrating in the ring when Blade comes out of nowhere and attacks Christian Cage with brass knucks. Blade is notorious for this, guys. You would think we would be used to this now, but he's notorious for it. So then we go on to Julia Hart with Varsity Blondes versus Thunder Rosa. This is an incredible, incredible match. I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys right now, Thunder Rosa is the number one ranked in AEW Women's Division right now. What does that mean? That means she is the number one contender for Dr. Britt Baker DMD's title. Thunder Rosa. Can't say enough about this woman. She's absolutely incredible. We've seen fights with her with, you know, Britt Baker before, they bring out the best in each other, so I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen. But, of course, she does a great job with Julia Hart. They have a great match. It's an incredible match. Thunder Rosa wins that match. For those of you who also don't know, she is now a full-time member of All Elite Wrestling. She no longer works for NWA. She has signed a contract, and she's All Elite. Looking forward to seeing what's going to happen between her and Britt Baker now that we know she is the number one contender for that title. Now we move on to the main event. It is a no DQ, no rules, second labor of Jericho match. Nick Gage versus the Painmaker, a.k.a. Alpha, Chris Jericho, and of course MJF comes out to commentary. Who didn't see MJF strutting and stuff out there again? Who did not see that coming? We knew it was coming, guys. The actually Tony Schiavone really starts badmouthing him. He badmouths MJ every time he comes out there. He gets tired of it. This match is. An, I, I'm not even going to describe this match. All I'm going to I'm not even going go into details about this match. This match is bloody. This match is brutal. This match is absolutely, it's not for the faint of heart. It is really not. If you're not into these kind of matches, do not go on your social media and watch it. I I highly recommend you don't. But if you like these kind of matches where light tubes are pulled out, tables are pulled out, pizza cutters, anything that you, thumbtacks, anything that you can use, kiddo sticks, anything that you use, watch this match. It is worth its weight to watch. It's an incredible match. Heck of a way to end AEW for that night. It's an incredible match. Jericho really puts the works on Gage. Gage puts the works on Jericho. It's a, like I said, it's not for the faint of heart. It is bloody. It is very bloody. I am not kidding, guys. It is Looks like a horror movie. It is gore. Gore from like you wouldn't believe. But it's a great hardcore match. I like it. I absolutely love it. And I highly recommend that you go check it out. Because it's incredible. It is a good match. With that being said. Chris Jericho wins. He uses the black mist that he's known for. That we all remember Jericho can use. And sprays it into Gage's eyes. Winning that match. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. I like it. I absolutely like it. I do. It's a great match. With that being said, MJ's not happy. He's not happy with Jericho winning. He wanted Jericho to lose. He thought he had him with Nick Gage. He was pretty sure at this time that you know, he wasn't going to get past Nick Gage. He was pretty sure, but he was wrong. And he pretty much tells us, look, I'm going to go ahead and give you the lowdown on your next, the third labor of Jericho. Now, remember, guys, he has to get through five labors. If he gets through all five, he gets MJF. He's gotten through two. Here comes labor three. Labor three is none other than an old rival of Jericho's. He told him, since you're so happy and since you're so, you are so think you're so good at hitting maneuvers off top ropes, the labor stipulation is this. The only way to win is for you to hit a maneuver off a top rope. And your challenger is... Huvertude Guerrero from Lucha Underground. We all remember the feud between Hoover Guerrero and Chris Jericho. All oh, the WCW days. We know about them. So to get to see Hoover on AEW, that's incredible. That I'm looking forward to, and I know you guys are too. So now let's move on to AEW Dynamite for 8-4 Homecoming. They're back in Jacksonville, Florida. Could be the last time they're here for the year. We're going to have to wait and see, so let's move on to it. All right, again, guys, let's get to AEW 84 homecoming. Like I told you guys, this is the last time that they'll be in Jacksonville. So they want to have a big shindig, a big party, a big thing to celebrate them being in Jacksonville for possibly the last time. Let's hope it's the last time. Everything going on in the world right now, we never know what's going to happen. But let's jump right into the action. AEW opens up with a sold-out Jacksonville, Florida, at Daly's place for the last time this year. And it starts out with labor number three of Jericho. He has to win by a maneuver off the top It is Jericho versus Huvitude Guerrero. Guys, this is an incredible match. Absolutely classic WCW match. You do not want to miss this match. It is incredible. It is absolutely a fantastic match. Match two veterans really showcasing what they can do. Restarting up and rekindling an old feud that they had back in WCW. It is. It really is an incredible match. And of course... Of course, MJF is commentary again. Tony Shavani makes another catty comment. Gotta love Shavani on. You know, commentary. I love this man. I love him being on commentary. He's absolutely incredible. I love him. Absolutely love him. It's an amazing match between these two. Absolutely amazing. You guys don't want to miss this. You need to go check it out. If you've not seen it, go check it out. Because I promise you guys, you're not going to be disappointed. It was incredible. Back and forth. Great, great match. Of course, it ends with Chris Jericho doing an, here is what I'm saying, winning this with an aerial Ariel, Judas, effect. It is absolutely an amazing move. It is something you guys need to go on your social media and watch for yourself. Because I promise you, you're not going to want to miss this match because it is incredible. It is absolutely an incredible match between these two guys. Highly recommend it. One of my ones to watch. You need to watch it. It's incredible. After the match is over... Wardlow comes out and attacks not only Chris Jericho, but Huvitu Guerrero. I said weeks ago, when this labor of Jericho thing started, I knew at some point Wardlow would play a factor in this match. Somehow, Wardlow would be one of the labors. I knew it was coming. I knew it was inevitable. It was only a matter of time, because the last time that MJF pulled this stunt with Cody Cody Rhodes, Wardlow wasn't a factor. He was in a match with Cody, In a cage match. So I knew eventually Wardlow would play play a factor in this. Wardlow doesn't just take out Jericho, but like I said, he took out Hoover 2 Guerrero. That kind of bothered me. But MJ, he's loving it. He's leaning back against the side. He's enjoying it. Absolutely loves it. We find out that labor number four for Jericho will be Wardlow. But the special guest referee will be M. JF, because he wants to make sure that Jericho wins for real and not because a referee doesn't know what she's doing, and he's talking about Aubrey Edwards. MJ, you're really getting on my nerves. You really are. I'm going to tell it right now. If you're li- I know you listen to podcasts, and if you listen to mine, you're getting on my nerves. going to be interesting to see if Jericho can get past Wardlow and MJF. It's going to be interesting to see. So let's move on. is in the back talking to Ray Phoenix and Penta. We know. What's going on? Pax not there this time, and we know that Chavo Guerrero and Andrade had something to do with it. They've been at this for so long, you're tired of seeing you. You get sick of seeing it. It's getting old. Let's move on. They don't want to work with you. They don't want to work for you. And they finish so look, we don't work for you. We don't work for anyone. Pinter agrees and they walk off. Chavo keeps telling Andrade, don't worry, don't worry, they'll come around. They'll come around. Really? Really? You think they're going to come around? I'm going to tell you what they're going to do. They're going to whoop yours and Andrade's but It's coming. It's a matter of time as to when they do it. It's just a matter of time. It, It just is. You guys just don't see it coming. And I know it's coming. So let's move on. So we have Tony. And he's standing by with Dark Order. And they're He's talking to them about what happened last week, guys. Y'all you have heard already what happened last week. A travesty on, you know, his, you know, on Hangman Adam Page. Because in my opinion, I really think Hangman Adam Page should have had an opportunity at that title more than anybody else on the roster. I've, I've said it. I'll say it again. Hangman Adam Page. I really want to see him and Kenny Omega. But they're talking and they're you know, they're saying, you know, how they feel and Hey man Adam Page comes in and they apologize to him and he tells me, No, 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 This doesn't have anything to do with the dark order. Guys, I think we need to take a break from each other. This doesn't have anything to do with the dark order. Like, come on, we got your back and Page doesn't want anything to do with it and walks away. What exactly is going on with Hey Man Adam Page, I don't know. It remains to be seen what is exactly going on, but we're gonna find out. Well, we see, of course, Another, apparently a new team has come in on AEW Dark Elevation and AEW Dark that have basically called out three of the best superstars on AEW right now. And I'm talking about Daniel Garcia, Matt Lee, and Jeff Parker. Now, Matt Lee and Jeff Parker, I know y'all probably are like, wait, I've never heard of them. Yes, you have. You've heard of Matt Lee and Jeff Parker. And I'm going to tell you how you've heard of them. Guys, they they are from WWE. WWE, you know who they are. They're from WWE NXT. They're also known as Ever Rise from NXT. They were recently released. Now they're in All Elite Wrestling. Told you WWE superstars are like, hey, let's go over here. Better opportunity, golden ticket. That's the way they see it, and I like it. But they, they challenge Darby Allen, John Moxley, and Eddie Kingston. Are you boys... Do you have a suicide mission? Is there uh, 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 some... Did you hit your head on your way out the door? Uh, Did did, did Moxley wrong you in some way? Are you insane to challenge these three? But we get... Daniel Garcia... Matt Lee... Jeff Parker versus Darby Allin... John Moxley... And Eddie Kingston with Sing. This is an incredible match... And Moxley gives props to Sing... I love it. You guys need to go on social media and check this out. It's absolutely incredible what he does with Sting. I love it. I can't even describe it. You're going to have to see it to believe it. Love you, John Moxley. I love you. I absolutely love you. And what he did with Sting was incredible. I love it. Incredible. Of course, Darby Allen, Eddie Kingston, and John Moxley win that match. Who didn't see that coming? We knew it was coming. It was inevitable. But we knew it was going to happen. So let's move on. The elite are in the back and they're acting crazy and being themselves, and they keep calling themselves the Elite 2.0. And they want to, you know, they basically want to make themselves look good, blah, blah, blah. Tony Schiavone calls them the Puke Squad. <laughs> I'm not kidding you guys. I told y'all. I love Tony Schiavone. I do. I absolutely love it. He calls them the Puke Squad. I love it. Absolutely love it. It's amazing. But then we move on to Christian Cage versus Blade with Bunny. This culminates from what happened last week. We knew this was going to happen because he hit him with the brass knucks. We knew it was going to happen, but it's a good match. It's a really, 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 really is a good match. Well, Buddy tries to cheat about midway to the match, and Layla Hirsch isn't having it. Her and Hirsch have a fight later on tonight to determine the number one contender for the NWA title. And I'll go into that here in a little bit when we get to that. But Layla ain't having it. Layla Hirsch comes out and gets rid of her. She gets her eye up the edge of the the, the, the ramp, out the door they go. They're fighting all the way out to the back. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. It's a great match, guys. It is a really, really, really good match between Blade and Christian. Absolutely great. But it ends, of course, with Christian Cage winning that match. We also find out that Christian Cage is now the number one ranked in all elite wrestling. What does that mean? The number one contender for Kenny Omega's AEW title is now Christian Cage. You heard me right. Christian Cage. He still remains undefeated. This is going to be interesting. Could we see Christian Cage versus Kenny Omega all out? Yes, we could. This could get really interesting really quickly. we to see what happens. We get a promo, of course, with Santana and Ortiz and FTR. I told you guys what happened last week. and They're pretty much stating what they said they were going to do, and they did it. Well, Tony's in the ring again with Britt Baker, and she's talking about what she did and how she beat Nyla Rose and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, 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 we know, yada, yada, yada. Red Velvet, we haven't seen Red Velvet in a while. Red Velvet has heard enough. Straight from your mama's kitchen, Red Velvet. She has had enough. She's heard enough of Britt Baker's talking and right running her mouth. And she comes out and tells her, hey, 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 hey. I have something for you. I challenge you next week, Britt. I challenge you. Not only do I challenge you, but I challenge you for your uh, AEW Women's title. What do you say? Britt Baker accepts it. And tells her, okay, you can face me for my title. But guess what? It's going to be at Rampage in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. For those of you who don't know what Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, significance is, that's Britt Baker's hometown. We all know what's going to happen. We ain't dumb. We didn't fall off the turnip truck yesterday. We know Britt Baker's going to win that. If she gets an upset and loses it in Pittsburgh, it's only going to be, it's only going to add fuel to the fire for her. So, I mean, we already know the outcome of that one. But, of course, at Rampage, this is coming up Friday, we're going to see Britt Baker, DMD, versus straight from your mama's kitchen, Red Velvet. going to be interesting what happens in that match. Dasha's in the back with Chavo and Andrade, and they just keep going on. And Chavo comes up and brings Fuego del Sol from, uh, AEW Dark Elevation, and AEW Dark brings him up there and tells him, No, he's joined our team. Now I want you to shine Andrade's boots. And Fuego goes, That's not what I was, that's not what you told me I was going to do. And they beat the heck out of Fuego, trying to send a message to Penta and Ray. You really think Phoenix and Penta are going to take even a hint? Even They're even going to twitch a bit at you taking out Fuego? No, they're not going to care. They, they, they don't care. They don't care about Andrade. Andrade doesn't need backup. He definitely don't need Penta and Phoenix. I mean, come on. Phoenix and them could do so much better, and you trying to break up that triangle is really getting on my nerves. Well, Tony's in the ring, and he wants to shout to Hangman Adam Page after what happened last week. He kind of wants to get hangman's in, you know insight into what happened last week and get you know get his thoughts. And he's getting ready to talk to us and tell us what he thinks when the elite squad comes out. They step into the ring and Kenny starts you know dissing hangman, saying bad things about hangman, Matt Matt, Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson start their their BS and they just yo, know, it just you know they make, you know, they make it clear that he makes it pretty clear that he doesn't want to Kenny tells Kenny I don't want to join the elite. I want no part of your little party fest. Yeah, I want no part of it whatsoever. I'm done, don't want to do it, move on. And Kenny don't like that. And Kenny gets right back in his face and starts saying something. And he smacks. I mean, smacks. Hangman Adam Page smacks the taste out of Kenny Omega's mouth. Smacks the taste out of him. Go look at this on social media. You're going to be sitting there going, when you see it. Because he does. He smacks the heck out of him. Well, then they start attacking Hangman Adam Page. Dark Order comes out. Silver Reynolds Cold Commander, they all come out try to help him. Sue Grayson and Eva Uno get in front of him and go, no, no, no. He said he can do this on his own. He doesn't need our help. No, 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 no. Back up trying to get you know, trying to get him to back up and stop. And we're all going, please just let the dark order go. Come on, this ain't fair. Let me he's outnumbered. Let the dark order help. Nope. Hang they're wanting to respect Hangman's decision. They don't want to get involved, so they're sending him to the back saying, no, 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 no. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, guys. The AEW ninja, Frankie Kazarian, the elite assassin, shows up and tries to help Hangman Adam Page. But it's to no good. They literally are beating the heck out of both of them. Out of both of them. What does this mean for uh, for all out? What does this mean for anything? We all know that Frankie Kazarian... Is over on Impact. You'll find that out later in my story. When I go through Impact, I'll explain and you'll understand. So it's kind of, you know, you're like, what's going to happen? What what are we going to see? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to find out what happens. Now we have the TNT Championship. Miro versus Shoddy Lee Johnson with Dustin Rhodes. This is a great match. This is an incredible match. I'm not even going to go into details on it. It's an amazing match, guys. Absolutely fantastic. You need to go check it out. Of course, Miro does win that match, but Shotty Lee Johnson gives him a run for his money. He really does. It's a great match. You, You really would love it. Well, Tony Schiavone is standing by with Christian Cage. Of course, we know earlier Christian Cage was now announced as the number one contender for Kenny Omega's title. And... He's excited. He can't wait. He's really excited to get the opportunity to maybe face Kenny. And I'm excited for him. I really, really am looking forward to this. I think it's going to be a good match. I'm excited. We're going to see what happens. If it can happen at All Out or if they're going to stick to the Hangman Adam Page story. I don't know at this point. I don't know where they're going with this. We're going to have to wait and find out. The Bunny with the braid and Private Party and TH2. Versus Layla Hirsch, and she comes out with best friends Orange Cassidy, Willa Yuda, and Chris Statlander. The Bunny versus Layla Hirsch. This is for the number one contender for the NWA Championship. Now everyone knows that originally the number one champion or the number, the champion for NWA was Serena De For those of you who don't know, Serena D has had issues with her right knee for a while. Her knee has been really bothering her. But she's continued to wrestle like a little trooper that she is. It finally gave on her when she had a match against uh, Camilla. When she had this match against Camilla, it finally gave. Her ACL and her MCL tore, and Serena D lost her title to Camilla. Camilla is now the new NWA champion. And her number one contender is either going to be Bunny or Layla Hirsch. It is an incredible women's match. Camilla is in the arena watching this match unfold. She's watching these two girls give it all they've got in the best form and the best fashion ever. And it's incredible. It's an incredible match. You guys need to check it out. It's amazing. It is absolutely a great match. Okay, so let's move back to the whole thing with Layla Hirsch and them. This is, Guys, I'm telling you, this this, this really is an incredible match. It really is. Like I said, Camille is there. It is an incredible match between them. Absolutely incredible. You guys, guys need to watch it. It's absolutely amazing. Layla Hirsch is amazing. These girls really bring it. They really show why they think they deserve to be number one contender. And I agree. They're absolutely fantastic. They're phenomenal. They all deserve to be number one. Both of them need to be number one contender. But of course, it does end... With Layla Hirsch getting that win, which means she will face Camille for the NWA title. Camille, of course, gets into the ring to congratulate, you know, Layla Hirsch for winning. It was a new, like I said, it was an incredible match. Nyla Rose was out there during this match. And I don't know why Nyla was watching this match so closely, but she was. And of course, Chris Statlander did not like her being out there. So you can only imagine exactly what Nyla's up to, what she's thinking. If she really needs for a second, that she can take on. Camille from NWA, she's got another thing coming. Because I know Camille's lethal. This woman is lethal. If you've not seen Camille, go check her out. She's in NWA. She's fantastic. Looking forward to seeing what happens with this. And if Layla Hirsch can get the title off of Camille, we're going to see what's going to happen. Good luck to little Layla Hirsch. I hope she gets it. I really do. I would love to see her, you know, be NWA champ. It would be amazing. It would be absolutely incredible. Let's move on to the main event. This is the main event we've been waiting on. This is the one I told you guys about last week. The one that I thought would be absolutely incredible. This is Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes. All I'm going to say about Malachi Black's entrance is OMG. It's one of those OMG moments you just can't seem to. To shake it is absolutely an incredible ma- incredible entrance. Uh, you could have to go check out this entrance. Go on your social media, look at it. It is a fantastic entrance. That's all I'm gonna say. And as for the match, Cody and Malachi Black bring it where it counts. They really showcase why they brought Malachi Black to AEW and why he belongs there. It's absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible match. These two really showcase what they can do. Of course, it does end with Malachi Black defeating Cody Rhodes with a black mass. Who did not see this coming? But what happened afterwards has everyone scratching their heads. Cody, standing in the middle of the ring after the match is over, talking to Tony Schiavone. He finally comes to after this massive black mass that he just took. And he's talking to Tony, and he takes the mic from Tony, and he starts, you know, one, thanking everyone from Jacksonville for coming, you know, happy to see the fans return, he's looking forward to seeing what's going to happen, but then he starts talking about how, to me this starts, and to most people, I I think y'all would agree, it starts, go watch this if you want to see it, it starts to look like this might be a a goodbye message. Like Cody is stepping down as a wrestler and heading to the back to become an ev, to basically to step into the role of an EVP. That's what it looks like to me. And Cody gives us all the signs that that's what he's doing. He gets choked up. He gets emotional. We are actually believing this could be the final goodbye for Cody. Jr. thinks it. You know, Excalibur thinks it, Tony Schiavone thinks it, the crowd thinks it, we're all thinking it. It's literally that O.N.G. moment, that realization that this was Cody's last match, that we may never see Cody Rose in the ring again. And to me, I get it. You're a new father, you kind of want to step back and spend time with Liberty. I get it. Shout out to you, Cody. That Shout out to you. You have done a phenomenal job with AEW, and no one, including me, would blame you for wanting to step down from being in the ring to being a full-time father and an EVP. No one would blame you. I wouldn't blame you. I love you, Cody, no matter what you do. I'm happy for whatever decision you make, but this was not the goodbye I would, you know, that me, as a AEW fan, would expect to see. And he goes through the whole thing. And we actually see him start to take his boots off. Which, for those of you who are wrestling fans, you know what that means. You know that means this is it. He's done in the ring. He's given us all the signs that he's done in the ring. But then Malachi Black comes from behind and ends it by hitting him with a chair to the back. What does this mean? What's happening? Is Cody really leaving the ring? Are we not going to see the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes and the American Dream Cody Rhodes fight in a wrestling ring again? Is he really stepping down and becoming an EV, taking on the position of a full-time EVP with Tony Khan? Is that what we're seeing? What do we see? Is this just a prelude to what could happen between him and Malachi Black? I don't know. But like I said, as a wrestling fan, I do not blame Cody for making that decision. To me, it makes me happy to see Cody doing what Cody does. Cody has brought so much to the AEW table that I do not blame him for wanting to step down and, you know, do what you know be a father and, you know, be an EVP. I do not blame him at all. I am thankful and grateful for everything that he has done thus far with All Elite. I'm looking forward to seeing what else he's going to do with All Elite. And I'm looking forward to seeing, is this the end? Could this be the end? Is there gonna be another feud between him and Malachi? You know, there's a few between him and Malachi Blackover. It's it's got me puzzled, and all of you guys need to go check it out because it will have you guys puzzled too. It'll have you scratching your heads. So with that being said, let's move on to impact. For July 29th, 2021. Let's move on to it. Let's get into the action. And let's go ahead and, you know, say what's going on. Because all you guys are wondering, you know, what happened on impact? What did we miss? What's going on, you know? And I'm going to give it to you. Oh, I'm going to give it to you so you guys know exactly what happened on impact. Scott Demore. Gia's in there interviewing Scott Demore, and he confirms the rumors that something big is planned for tonight. Tommy Dreamer interrupts and reminds Scott Demore that they still don't have a number one contender for Kenny Omega's, Kenny Omega's Impact title. Demore tells him, look, I just received a phone call. I've got to go. You make the decision. You go. I trust you. Anthem trusts you, so I trust you. Just make the decision. So, our first match is the Impact World Tag Team Titles or champions, the Good Brothers, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson versus the never-open-weight champion, Jay White and Chris Bay. We know everything that's been going on with Jay White. We know why Jay White's an impact. We know he's after, you know, David Finley. We know that. But is that the only thing Jay White's after? Could he be after the Impact World Tag Team titles? Could that be it? Could he be after the Impact World Heavyweight title? That's possible. But we know also that he's been trying to recruit Chris Bay. This is a good match, guys. This really is. It's a great match. It really gives Chris Bay a chance to show what he can do with Jay White. It's good to see Jay White. Actually, you know, have a match in, you know, Impact. It's an incredible match, guys. It really is. There are moments that will take your breath away. There are moments that will just make you <gasps> like, did that just happen? It's an incredible, incredible match. And not taking any way anything away from Jay White, and not taking anything away from Chris Bay. It was a great match. It could have been better, but it was a good match. Of course, it did end with the world, with the Impact World Tide Team Champions, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson, defeating the never-open-weight champion, Jay White and Chris Bay. Shocker. Absolute shocker. Chris Bay got magic-killered. Jay White didn't stand a chance getting back in there with him. So you can only imagine what Jay White's thinking. You can only imagine what he's thinking. You can only think of how crushing Chris Bay feels that, you know, he had this opportunity to show that he belonged in the Bullet Club and he just blew it. He absolutely blew it. And you can only imagine what's gonna happen or what could happen later on. But five ahos in the back. And he comes up, we know Homecoming's coming. And Homecoming, basically they crown a king and queen for Impact. It's going to be on Impact Plus. For those of you who want to go check it out, go check it out. I promise you, it's an amazing pay-per-view. You're going to love it. It's Impact Plus exclusive, so you have to be an Impact Plus member to watch it. But it's incredible. I promise you, it's incredible. But Faha Baha comes up to Tasha Steele, who is one half of fire and flavor, and invites her to the Homecoming king and queen match. She, of course, graciously accepts. He gives her flowers and everything. And it's real sweet. It's absolutely sweet. Well, next we see Caleb with a K. Caleb with a K, guys. Versus Tenelle Dashwood versus Tyler Wilde. Wild. Yes, you heard me. Caleb is fighting Tyler Wilde. It's, again, another incredible match. We know this feud between, you know, Ty- Taylor Wilde and tanil Dashwood has been going on for a while. And it's an incredible, it really is, it's an incredible match. It's absolutely an incredible match between Caleb with a K and Tyler Wilde. It really is, it's a great, great match. Of course, it does end with Tyler Wilde defeating Caleb with a K with Tenille Dashwood looking on. You know Janelle's not going to be happy with him losing. You know she's not. You know she's going to be fired up. You can only imagine what's going to happen. Sky's the limit is what we're going to see. But as I told you guys, the whole thing with Jay White and Chris Bay, we were all scratching our heads as to exactly how Jay White was going to respond to what happened. After the match, after Chris Bay was pinned in the tag team match, Jay White tells him, because he keeps claiming, oh, I'm the I'm part of the bullet club. It's, you know, it's on me, it's on me. And Jay White goes, whoa, 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 Hold on a second. I never said you were in the Bullet Club yet. Now did I? No, I never said that. No, Jay White never did say that. That's true. He never did say that. He tells him, "Look, I don't think you're Bullet Club material, but I'm willing to give you another chance of redemption. Come with me, and I'm going to show you what you need to do." So Chris Bay goes with him. Going to be interested to see what happens. X-Division champion Josh Alexander demands more competition from Scott Demore. Scott Demore tells him, look, I'll give you what you want and afford him of an X-Division title defense against the K's Black Taurus at homecoming. Ooh, I like it. That's going to be an interesting match. Hmm, I like it. Scratch my head. Ooh, might be interested in seeing that one. Knockout tag team, or knockout champion Deanna Parazzi reveals that she will be... You know, in diverse training with the help of a MMA-trained fighter, Alicia Zeppelman. She pretty much lets us know that she, you know she's getting ready. She's got a partner for the Homecoming King and Queen Tournament. We are all excited to find out who it is, but she won't give us any details as to who her partner is. I'm going to tell you guys right now, her partner is... <laughs> yes, you heard me right. In English, the drama king. He is her partner in Homecoming. That's all I'm going to say. I'm leaving it at that. Go check it out if you want to find out who becomes Homecoming king and queen. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and blow it for you guys. It's Deanna Parasi and the drama king. That's all I'm going to say. Which you'll find out in the next impact. So then we get Faha Baha. No way which is No Way Jose, versus Finn Juice's David Finley and Juice Robinson with Juice Robinson, excuse me, scratch that, strike that, reverse it. You get five uh aha and No Way with Finn Juice's David Finley and Juice Robinson versus Ace Austin, Madman Fulton, Rohit Raju, and Shira. Guys, this is a great match. This is a really good match. Great way to showcase what No Way can do and Impact. It's an incredible match. Really, really good match. You need to go check it out. It's amazing. It does end with Faha Baha, No Way, and juices David Finlay and Juice Robinson defeating Ace Austin, Madman Fulton, Rohit Raju, and Shira. I feel sorry for these guys. I really do. I feel absolutely terrible that these boys couldn't get what they want. I like it, but it's a great match. Tommy Dreamer informs us that the, that the Impact World Heavyweight champion Kenny Omega will get to find out who his number one contender is in two weeks and a battle royale to determine who he's going to face at Emergence. This is going to be interesting to see who Tommy Dreamer adds. Going to be interesting. Well, we want to find out exactly what Jay White meant by, uh, you have a chance to redeem yourself, come with me. Well, we find out. Jay White and Chris Bay blindside Juice in the back when they're talking about getting the tide belts back. And White sends a message to David Finley who is his opponent at Resurgence and they wipe David Finley out while wow, wow. Chris Bay holds Juice Robinson and makes him watch. Guys, <laughs> this is classic bullet club. Bad, this is definitely classic bullet club. I do believe Chris Bay might have just redeemed himself. I really do. It's amazing. Well, then Kenny Omega, he's in the ring, and the Good Brothers and them are talking, and now they find out, they know about this Tommy Dreamer booking this number one contender's battle royale in two weeks, and they're out there talking, and all of a sudden, the screen pops up, I see you. Sammy Callahan! (laughs) Sammy Callahan comes out and basically lets him know, I'm entering the battle royale, and I want to tell you right now, I'm going to be the last man standing. You and I are going to tango again for that title. It's coming You should expect it. Be prepared. He's like, but first, next week, we're going to have the six-man tag team match. It's going to be you and the Good Brothers versus me and two partners. And Kenny's trying to figure out who the other two partners are. Out of nowhere, out of nowhere, here comes... AEW star, an impact veteran, the AEW ninja himself, Frankie Kazarian. And he takes them out. It's clears that ring. So now we know Sammy Callahan, one of his partners, is none other than Frankie Kazarian. Interested to see who the next partner is. Hmm. I kind of like it. I like it. On the other side of the curtain, they both come walking out. And Tommy Dreamer comes up and... He sees him and he's like, Look, I, I I like it. I think I've got you a partner. I think you, you guys will work great together. And Callahan's like, Who do you have in mind? Callahan's curious. So he whispers in, you know, Frankie Kazarian to Sammy Callahan's ear, who his partner next week is gonna be. Frankie Kazarian likes it. He thinks, Oh yeah, this'll work. Sammy Callahan just looks at him and says, He ain't gonna go for it. He won't do it. He not gonna go for it. And walks off. Who could Sammy Callahan's uh, partner be? Let's, ooh, maybe we'll find out. So then we see uh, Francine rejecting Brian Myers' request to join him on you know, as a homecoming king and queen. And he's continuing to search. And of course, he blames Sam Bills be- Sam again. Why am I not surprised? Poor Sam Bills, he can't catch a break. Next, we get Violent by Designs, Diener and Rhino with Eric Young. And Joe Donnery versus Rich Swann and Willie Mack. Guys, this is an incredible, absolutely incredible match. To the bitter finish, it is an incredible match. And it ends with Rich Swann and Willie Mack defeating Violet by Design's own Diener and Rhino. With, with Eric Young and them watching on in horror. Matt... Cardona and Chelsea Green, they're in the Swingers Palace, and they're making sure everyone knows they're going to enter in the homecoming King and Queen Tournament. Really? Oh, boy. Really? Not not, not, not happy. And uh, Debbie Morrissey comes in, in the middle of this, and tells Aaliyah, Alicia, who's standing on the side, to tell her husband, Eddie Edwards, that after homecoming and their hardcore match, Eddie Edwards will never be the same. I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, Eddie Edwards wins that match. <laughs> There's a spoiler for you guys. Eddie Edwards wins the match. After that, Tommy Dreamer comes up and starts talking to Eddie Edwards and tells him about, you know, what's going on with Kenny Omega and blah, 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 blah. Eddie Edwards agrees. He has a big issue with Kenny Omega. Don't like Kenny Omega, doesn't do want to do anything with him, but he also has a big issue with who Tommy Dreamer's wanting to set him up with. The third opponent, or the third part, the second partner. He wants Eddie Edwards to team up with Frankie Kazarian and Sammy Callahan. We all know Callahan and Edwards have a history. It's a sordid and jaded history. It's not a very nice history. But of course, Eddie Edwards goes, look, I'm going to tell you right now. As long as you can promise me. I trust you. But I don't trust Callahan. As long as you can promise me that he won't put his hands on me after the match is over. I'll fully accept the match. I trust you. But I don't trust him. Tommy Deermer goes, okay, I'll give you that. I will give you that. I will let you have it. So then we have round two of Moose versus Chris Sabin, Guys, if you've not seen the first one, you need to go see the first one. But you also need to go see the second one. Because the second one is grueling. It is nasty. It is absolutely destructive. And we see, of course, this time, Moose beats Sabin. Beat Rubber match. That's what we need is rubber match to determine who really is the better person. And, of course, after the match, he continues to assault Saban. Basically, just beating the heck out of him, but Saban turns the tables on him and manages to get Moose Moose to retreat over the top ropes and get out. The brawl continues up the entrance ramp, and that is how Impact, verse 8-4, ends with Moose and Saban. Interesting to see what is going to happen with this. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I'm excited to see it. I'm looking forward to it. So now, guys, we move on to Impact 485. So, fasten your seatbelts, and let's get through this as quickly as possible. Bear with me. Steer clear, and we'll get through it fast. Just stick with me, okay? Stick with me. Don't leave me behind. I promise you guys, it's going to be worth watching. So. Impact opens up with the Forbidden Door, guys. The Forbidden Door. Chris Bay with the Never Open Weight Championship, Jay White versus Juice Robinson with David Finley. This match is incredible. That is all I'm going to say about this match. It's absolutely incredible. You guys need to go check it out. I know I play clips, but. Today, I'm just not, you know, I'm not going to do it. I'll I'll play a clip if there's something interesting going on. But this is an incredible match. It really is. It is a really, really, really good match. Of course, it does end with Chris Bay defeating Finn Juice's own oh, Juice Robinson with, of course, Jay White watching and David Finley watching. Absolutely incredible. After the match is over, this is where I'm telling you guys you need to listen carefully. After the match is over, Chris Bay and Jay White are walking up the entrance ramp, looking at Finjuice and David Finley. The whole time David Finley's yelling at Jay White, basically telling him, I'm going to take your title. At resurgence, you're going to lose that title. (laughs) Lightning don't strike twice, David Finley? You might have beat him in the Japan Cup, but you're not going to beat him in this. I'm sorry. It just doesn't strike twice. And, of course, he's going on, but after the match, When they're walking up, they get to the top of the entrance ramp, and Jay White turns to Chris Bay and hands him a Bullet Club t-shirt, solidifying that now Chris Bay is a member of the Bullet Club. And at the very end, the two of them, too sweet. It's absolutely incredible. You guys need to see this. It's absolutely incredible. Violent by Design basically says we're going to reinstate our rematch clause to get the World Tag Team titles against the Good Brothers at Emergence. Well, they find out that, uh, and they said if, they said that's if the Good Brothers can defeat the Dark Order at AEW next week. Guys, you heard me right. The Good Brothers put their Impact titles on the line against the Dark Order. Could Dark Order win the titles? Oh, that would be interesting. Boy, that would be an interesting part. But, of course, they find out real quick that they're not going to get to do it alone. And I'll explain in a little bit why that's the case. Fire and Flavor are telling Gia, despite their recent string of losses, that they're going to get it back on track. And they're facing Jordana Grace and Rachel Erling tonight, which goes to the match between them later on. Deanna Parazzi's in there with her king. I told you guys Deanna Parazzi won. So did Mm-mm-mm-mm. the drama king. And they're talking, well, hardcore country hits. And out comes, of course, Nikki, Nikki James. And she comes out with a contract to basically tell Deanna Parazzi, look, sign for power on August 28th. We're going to have a great match. to sign the contract and we'll move on. Well, Parazzi tells her, look, before I sign the contract, I need to know who who I'm facing. I need to know who my champion who I'm going to be facing in the ring for my knockout championship. So, of course, this is for the knockout championship. Moments later, the Red pro wrestling legend, Melina, makes her way to the ring, and the virtuosa immediately doesn't hesitate to sign the contract because she's facing Melina. Melina for the knockout championship. This is going to be interesting. This is absolutely going to be an interesting match and an empowered. Going to be absolutely incredible to see this match. It really will be. So then we get Jake something versus Devari versus Rohit Raju with Shira versus Trey Miguel. This is an X-Division number one contenders match. Guys, this is an incredible X-Division match. Absolutely incredible match. It ends with Jake something defeating Daivari, Rohit Raju, and Trey Miguel, So now he is the number one contender for Josh Alexander's title. If Josh Alexander can beat Black Taurus. Which, of course, we find out Josh Alexander does beat, does beat Black Taurus. So now we know who the number one contender is. Shortly after that match is over and the X Division number one contenders match is set up, Devore says, Hey, I challenge Josh Alexander next week to a match. If Devore wins, Alexander is willing to give him a shot for the X Division title. What about Jake something? That kind of seems a little bit unfair to Jake something, don't you think? Just a little unfair. So then we get fire and flavors. Kira Hogan and Tasha Steele versus Jordana Grace and Rachel Earling. This match is brutal. This match is absolutely, absolutely brutal. It is a nasty, nasty, nasty match. And it ends, of course, guys, with Jordana Grace and Rachel Erling defeating Fire and Flavors, Kira Hogan and Tasha Steele. But what happens after the match is literally going to take your breath away. After the match, Savannah Evans makes her presence known. When she lays out Kira Hogan... From fire and flavor, while Tasha Steele watches this go down, and then Tasha Steele leads with Evans by her side. What does this mean? Does this mean fiber and fire and flavor's over? Is that what this means? Shocking! All they can imagine what's going to happen. I mean, they literally explode. Absolutely shocking. It's just literally an explosion. Scott Demore. Heard that Violent by Design has re- basically said, okay, we're going to do a rematch clause. You guys need to go ahead and do this. Well, Scott DeMoor shuts that down real quick and tells Violent by Design, oh, yeah, by the way, yeah, you could have your rematch against the Good Brothers, but I'm adding Rich Schwann and Willie Matt to the Impact World Tide Team titles match at Emergence because they defeated Viol- Violent by Design last week. Violent by Design are not happy. They are not happy at all. Now we're going to have a triple threat match for these tag belts. We saw what happened last time we had a triple threat match. Good Brothers walked away with the titles. You know they're not happy. You know they're not. Of course, we have Steve McLean versus uh, versus C. Steve McLean does beat him. We didn't see that coming. We knew that was coming. Scott Demore, you know, barters with another edition of the Dash Dashwood It's All About Me and informs her that she will have a match next week against Taylor Wilde. Who didn't see that coming? We knew that one was coming. This is going to be interesting. As he prepares to compete for the number one contender's Battle Royale next week, Chris Saban declares that his rivalry with Moose is far from over. I told you guys! He was not done with Moose! I told you he wasn't going to be done with Moose! So you definitely don't want to miss it because it's going to be an interesting one. It's really going to be interesting. Really, really interesting. Also, the one to watch next week. I've got three. Tyler Wilde versus Tenille Dashwood. Devari taking on exhibition champion Josh Alexander. And Thin Juice will collide with Bullet Club's Chris May and Jay White. This is going to be an incredible match. Match three matches. You guys don't want to miss it. It's going to be amazing. Now we move on to your main event. Impact World Champion... Kenny Omega and Impact World Tag Team Champions, the Good Brothers, with Don Callis versus Frankie Kazarian, Sammy Callahan, and Eddie Edwards. Guys, this is an incredible match. And like I told you, we know the history between Eddie Edwards and Sammy Callahan. So we weren't quite sure if they were going to be able to coexist. But believe me, they coexist in the best way. They actually take their feud, and brush it aside to deal with the issue they have with Kenny Omega. And they do it in style. It's absolutely incredible. Of course, Callahan takes out Omega with a power driver. Frankie Kazarian sends Gallows and Anderson toppling to the floor on the other side, leaving Eddie Edwards in there when eventually Anderson gets back in and leaves Eddie Edwards in there with Anderson. Anderson goes to make a move. Eddie Edwards hits him with a blue thunderbomb, followed by a Boston knee party. One two, three, Frankie Kazarian, Sammy Callahan, and Eddie Edwards defeat Impact World Champion Kenny Omega, Impact World Tag Team Champions, The Good Brothers, with Don Callis watching on. It was an incredible match. After the match, Eddie Edwards is in there celebrating with, with Sammy Callahan and celebrating with Frankie Kazarian. Went out of nowhere. W. Morrissey blindsides him. He lays Eddie Edwards, Eddie Edwards out in a brutal powerbomb that you will not soon forget. And that is how impact for eight five goes off the air. Guys. You've got to go check these matches out. If you've not seen Impact, I'm telling you, go check them out. It's incredible. Impact has a new deal that you can go check it out. They have a new YouTube channel. And you can see all the impact pay-per-views, all the impact, the impact shows. You get special, you know, special incentives. There's a 99 cent package and for a month, and then there's a $4.99 package a month. Go check it out, guys. And if you can't see it, and you can't afford it. Twitch does rerun it, so you guys will get to see it. It doesn't run on normal Thursday nights with Twitch. You have to wait 24 hours after Twitch just ran it to see it. Sometimes it runs the next day, so you might get lucky. But go check it out, guys. It's incredible. I promise you guys... Impact and AEW have a lot to offer. I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, when Bound for Glory comes next month, you know, in October. When they show up October 23rd, I'm looking forward to Emergence. I'm looking forward to Resurgence. It's going to be incredible, guys. Impact and AEW and, you know, New Japan and ROH, they've got some great things coming up. And you guys really need to check them out. They're incredible. Again, guys, I want to thank you so much for being patient and sticking with me through this. I know I covered a lot of ground in a very short period of time, but like I told you guys, you've got to check them out. Seeing it is better than me telling it. And me telling it just to kind of get you excited to go check the match out. And you can watch any of them on YouTube. You can watch any of them on any social media if you want to go see it for yourself. But it's an incredible, it's incredible. I promise you guys, it's really incredible. You need to go check out these. They're incredible. But again, I want to thank you guys so much for being patient, being with me. I appreciate it. You have no idea from the bottom of my heart. Without you guys, there would be no me, and I wouldn't be doing this without you. So I deeply appreciate it. Anything you guys want to talk about wrestling wise? It doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter what it's about. Doesn't matter if it's WWE. Doesn't matter if it's it Doesn't matter if it's one item that I don't even cover. And you want to talk about it? Give me a shout out on my social media, on my Facebook. On my Twitter at Wrestling Nights, Nights Ending with a Z, and my Instagram at In the Ring with Brandy. Also follow me on there because I will give you up-to-date information involving my podcast. I might even give you a surprise clip. You never know what might pop up. So like I said, guys, just follow me on social media and you you never know what surprises you might get. Again, guys, I want to thank y'all so much for listening. And like I said, we'll see you guys. One week from this Sunday for some more in the ring action. Have a wonderful night. Thank you so much for listening. Good night.